Welcome to West Virginia Beer Roads, a podcast all about beer from a West Virginia perspective. I'm Aaron McCoy here with my podcast partner, Charles Bakway. Thanks, Aaron. And today, Aaron and I are going to have some fun reviewing the state of West Virginia's craft breweries. Like who's been making moves in the market? Who's putting out the best beers that people really like? We'll look at how they compare in craft beer consumers' viewpoints. Aaron, it's good to be back with you for this brewery review program. After a little hiatus, I'm happy to be back for this brewery review program. So let's go. Yeah, we're going to start out the year on target. And for our review today, we're going to be using a lot of data that I've pulled out of the Untapped website. You know, that's a beer rating website that's open to uh, anyone to use. Untap remains, I feel, the best resource for crowdsourced data on how different beers and different breweries are thought of in the marketplace. Aaron, I know you use Untapped frequently, and you record your personal beer ratings there. What do you like about the website, and how does it help you? I, I do use it quite a bit, actually. Um, I, I like, in general, if you, you know, on labels, sometimes you won't see a beer will be described as in detail as maybe you might like to have to see what's actually in the beer or what it's brewed with, but you'll get some more of that detail sometimes on untapped. So I feel like you get a little bit more information. Um, I also like that it gives me a place to track my beer so I can see, Oh, have I had this beer from this brewery? And what did I think? You know, cause we, we all forget things as we get older and it's good to be able to go back and check and review my opinion of something. So that's a good place to do it. It's, it's a perfect place to have a beer log. Well, so let's take a look at our first set of untapped data today. We're reviewing the 2023 calendar year, and um, it's here in January right now, but we're looking back, and this data set that uh, we're looking at is the average scores for brand new beers that breweries released during 2023. So these aren't their old beers from before 2020. These are just the new beers with new names that they put out during 2023. And we'll also be offering our viewpoints on whether we agree or disagree with some of this untapped data. On untapped, beers can be rated from one point to five points, with five being beers that the rater thinks are just wonderful, and one being beers that the rater feels are pretty terrible. Each rater determines their own way of awarding scores to the beers between one and five, but over hundreds of thousands of ratings for a brewery's beers, you do get a pretty good feel for what the general craft beer drinkers think of a brewery and its beers. Well, it's important to note here that small breweries differ greatly in their beer release strategies. Some brewers release a ton of new beers, and some don't release any new ones throughout the year. Throughout the year, yeah. Uh, for this review, though, we've looked at beers released during the year that received at least 20 ratings on Untapped. That means at least 20 individuals have tasted and reported on their experience with that beer. So let's get started with our first ratings looked. According to Untapped, here are the West Virginia breweries that scored best with their new releases in 2023. In first place, we've got Short Story Brewing with an average rating of 4.04. Second place, The Peddler with an average rating of 4.02. Third place, Amani with an average rating of 3.94. Tied for fourth is Cacapon Mountain and Charleston Nano with an average rating of 3.92. And fifth place is Weather Ground with an average rating of 
that's pretty impressive that we have several breweries that are overall on their new releases scoring that well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Those are some great scores. Yeah, it is. And I, I you know, I tend to agree. I've enjoyed uh, beers from all of those breweries uh, at some point or another, at least Cape and Mountain, probably only at a beer festival. But uh, yeah, it's enjoyable to see that the people that are rating beers in West Virginia are giving those breweries the higher scores on their new releases. Yes, it's very encouraging. Well, I think it's also important to talk about which breweries did the best with 2023 releases to outperform their overall average brewery rating. Um, because if you're putting out beers today that are scoring higher than your overall rating, that means your overall rating could go up. Uh, and otherwise, you know, it'd be just the opposite if you're putting out beers that aren't scoring very exactly. high. Exactly. Yeah. And no, that's good. Yeah. So, and, and what I see here, it's kind of interesting uh, that the brewery who scored the highest in 2023 above what their all-time overall ratings are was Berkeley Springs Brewing out of Berkeley Springs, West Virginia. Their 2023 average beer was almost 5% above their overall rating. And that's a very big jump, you know, if you look at uh, how well they're doing. That's and, a very big jump. Yeah. And second, in that same, cat, nearly the same at 4.7% up was Morgantown Brewing. That means their average new beer was almost 5% higher rated than their overall rating. And that's just so solid. Other uh, ones that did very well there, the Peddler, 4.1% ratings increase. And Capon Mountain, which was in the top 10 already, uh, certainly the Peddler was too. Uh, but Capon Mountain did 3.3% up, and Amani Brewing did 2.9% up. So we've got some brewers who are really, you know, I don't know, you just, they're working hard to improve what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. And it shows based on, you know, this past year's check ins compared to the previous. So that kind of wraps up the uh, look of what people did in 2023 mm -hmm. just separated from their overall score well now uh, for our look at west virginia breweries this time we'll use untap's overall since inception data for the breweries and for for this report we're going to look at breweries with at least 10 beers since they started brewing here are the west virginia's current top 10 breweries according to untapped users Coming in at 10th place, Kakapin Mountain Brewing with an average rating of 3.79. Tied for 9th and 8th is Amani and Chestnut Brew Works with an average rating of 3.83. 7th place was Fife Street with an average rating of 3.84. Tied for 4th, 5th, and 6th was The Peddler, High Ground, and Weather Ground at 3.86 of an average rating. Third place was the Charleston Nano Brewery with an average rating of 3.89. And finally, a tie for first place, and that is Stumptown um, and Short Story with an average rating of 3.93. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Short Story and Stumptown, they're the kings. They've been on the top here, uh, at least since I've been looking at this last three or four years. Mm -hmm. Those breweries have been up at the top, and they, they're maintaining the kingship. Mm-hmm. Which, which that in itself, especially with 
us getting a little bit of, of increased beer in this area, whether it be from a brewery or just in distri- distribution in general, that that's, says a lot for them to be able to maintain that. Yep, it sure does. I find it interesting, too, to look at our breweries stratified by their overall untapped ratings. I mean, how they kind of group. For example, I'd call the top echelon of brewers a, a brewery that's rated at 3.8 or higher out of, that's out of five points available. Mm-hmm. So um, I think these match up pretty well with the ones you just noted were in the top 10 mm-hmm. all-time ratings. Uh, all those breweries Oh, I guess maybe with the exception of Cacapin Mountain, uh, it's at 379, but all the others were above a, a 3.8. Mm-hmm. That's really solid. It is very solid and good for our breweries. And I think it's more important to look, you know, historically, um, I mean, we don't have all that data handy, but uh, as I was saying earlier that about short story and uh, Stumptown about how they've been on top of the ratings for a while. And they maintain that, and they can also uh, often, they can even grow that. I mean, uh, Short Story's been slowly inching up their overall ratings uh, on Untapped. So the beer consumers are liking what they're doing. It does seem that beer consumers are liking what some of the, most of the same breweries I like. I mean, the overall beer consumers are enjoying those beers so maybe I kind of fit in with this overall average, I don't know, <laughs> I mean, how, how, how they're rated. Why do you think, Aaron, that untapped users put these breweries in the top echelon? Um, I believe uh, consistency is, the, is what comes to mind for me um, with these specific brewers um, being in the top tier, so to speak. And that is that you can guarantee most likely (laughs) that you're going to get the beer you expect to get if you repeat it um, for these breweries. And, and I think that shows with their product. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next tranche are breweries with ratings 3.6 to 3.8. And these are very solid rated breweries, very hardworking and produce consistently good beers that are very well loved by their community. Maybe just a cup below the top echelon, but that's often debated. And this mid-pack group contains the plurality of West Virginia brewers. There are very familiar names that are very solid breweries. Just a few that uh, come to mind are Bad Shepherd Beer Company, Big Timber, uh, Greenbrier Valley, Abolitionist. Um, certainly that's not an all-inclusive list. There's, there's a number more, but these are all names that we, we recognize, and they have very solid product offerings. Yeah, and I think when you look nationwide even uh, at untapped ratings, you'll see that uh, uh, breweries that get above the 3.5 level even, and we're saying 3.6, I mean, out of five possible, that those are like a lot of household names. I mean, really good craft brewers are in that category. Maybe not the ones that people say, oh, they just make the very best ever beer, like beer geeks geek out about. But for the general public, the ones that sell a lot of beer, that make good beer, that's the category you're going to find them. And I think people like, you know, Big Timber, uh, you know, Green Bar Valley fit right in. Very solid breweries, almost every beer they make. And certainly they can make some that fall into the really top categories. But, you know, their overall beers that are out in large distribution, that's, uh, that's important. Mm-hmm. I agree. One other aspect I think is important when you check out these ratings, um, and that's really the total impact that some of these breweries have. When you look at 
the fact that they get like short story brewing here uh, 43,000 ratings uh, on here and uh Several are others, like uh, even much bigger, Big Timber, our largest brewery in size, over 90,000 ratings on Untapped. I mean, when you get to that kind of level, that impact is really a big deal. I mean, they're selling a lot of beer, mm-hmm. and they're, as we said, making very good beer. But it's also reflected in how many ratings they get. You know, the people that are selling a lot of beer and making a lot of beer, they're certainly out here getting a lot of ratings that show up in the untapped thing. So that's kind of why I like to check untapped. I mean, do I agree with everything? No. But um, to me, you know, if you're making a lot of beer, especially a lot of different beers, you probably ought to be watching that uh, to kind of like, you know, give you a benchmark on what you're doing. Absolutely. I mean, it's certainly a way to check yourself. I yeah. I understand it can can be skewed. Obviously, not all of the data is going to be a perfect data set, but it, it's going to give you some feedback as far as how the market's receiving your beer once you get to a certain level of check-ins. Yeah. So I think we're going to have some of those, uh, or I'll put up on on Brilliant Stream in the article here, the, on the links to this uh, podcast, we'll have some of these charts uh, listings from the untapped data that we've analyzed. And um, they'll be up there for you to, to review because there's a whole lot more detail than what we can go through, you know, on an audio podcast and not want to bore people to death with number after number. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Aaron, let's take a look back now at, uh, 2023 and ahead to 2024 uh talk about some of the directions and accomplishments of the west virginia brewing industry in in the last year and uh, looking into 24 um and we've had some new facility expansions Uh, really only had one big one that i'm thinking of anyway last year and that was at big timber when they opened their uh their brand new tap room absolutely yeah that that was pretty large and in very anticipated expansion which i'm looking forward to getting up and and seeing in person yeah and then um actual new breweries opening um we haven't had many we had one open in 2023 and that was the gad dam brewing a small brewery in Somersville, west virginia right um but one trend that seems to be taking hold in west virginia Uh, that I'm hearing rumors of new breweries doing this. And it's not people opening brand new breweries up. It's existing breweries opening second and third tap rooms. That's right. Yeah. I think that's a a very uh, feasible way, feasible in in terms of financial um, stability. It's a way for a brewery to grow, but not having to go out and, you know, buy a bunch of land a bunch of equipment to open a, a second brewery it's in, it's a much smaller scale and i think it's a much more attainable option so i believe that people are, are checking into that for that reason yeah i mean i think they've uh, a couple of our breweries out here have sort of proven that yeah bad shepherd brewery uh or bad shepherd beer company here in charleston i mean they not only have their own tap room at the the black sheep a restaurant right there with the brewery but also the same owners in Huntington have three more brew or not breweries but I mean uh, they have three more restaurants uh, and a nightclub down there that feature 
their beers, mm-hmm. you know, from Bad Shepherd. That's one way, and that's been a very successful way to sell beer. Also, Mountain State Brewing out of Thomas, West Virginia, has for a long time not only had their little tap room, a tiny little tap room at the brewery, they've opened tap room restaurants in mm-hmm. Morgantown and in Bridgeport, West Virginia. And so those have been done very well for them. So you, you were starting to see, you know, more and more people, and I hear rumors of other people, other existing breweries, you know, looking at markets and trying to figure out now they're seeing this happen where we need to be out there. You know, sure. we need to open a, a tap room. Sure, and is it, is it yeah. an option for them? Yeah. Also looking ahead to 2024, uh, we've got two breweries, small breweries, that are going to open in the state. Fox Hops uh, in Elkins be the second brewery in Elkins. That'll be good. That will be. And then Kerber Brewing in Barbersville, uh, just outside Huntington, that'll be the second beer in that Cabell County market. Absolutely. Or second brewery, I mean, in the Cabell County market. Looking forward to both of those getting open next year, or this year. Yeah. Hot beer style predictions, Mm -hmm. or at least what you think. Will the styles that are very strong this year, meaning like IPAs and fruited Tart, sour beers, quick sours. Will those two categories stay popular? Uh, yes, I, I believe that they will. I, if you'd asked me this a month and a half, two months ago, I, I probably would have had a different answer. But I'm definitely seeing more and more that IPA and the fruited sours are here to stay, I believe, for a little while. Yeah. No, I, I tend to agree, too. I mean, we at, in West Virginia at our small breweries, partly because we just don't have as many a, a brewery saturation as the bigger markets around us like Pennsylvania and, and Virginia and Ohio. Uh, I think we may tend to lag a little bit sometimes. I mean, the popular taste and what we're looking for. And so a lot of places in the country, everybody's talking about lagers and you know how well they're doing. Uh, I think we are seeing some growth in lagers in West Virginia, but I'm not sure that we're at all abandoning our uh, our hazy IPAs. I don't think that's happening. And yet. our fruited sours, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. West Virginia Beer Roads has had a, a a good year this past year. I mean, as we've traveled the state, our name implies West Virginia Beer Roads. We've been on those West Virginia Beer Roads in 2023. We certainly have. So let's talk a minute about our impressions of some of the places we've visited this past year. Aaron, what stood out to you? Um, I'd say our trip to the eastern part of the state when we got to a visit, uh, Abolitionist, Ale Works, and Amani Brewing. Um, those definitely stood out to me just because of how, how different, but also how similar they are. Um, neither one of those breweries are in distribution in our area um, or at all necessarily. Yeah, I mean, we do occasionally get some abolitionists at a couple mm-hmm. of accounts. You know, Jeff McKay gets it at Summit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did have that little restaurant in Charleston that carried some abolitionists, mm-hmm. but they heard recently closed, mm-hmm. so it's gone. Yes, yeah. um, but for me, it was just it, it was interesting to just go to their brewery, um, you know, see them, drink their beer, talk to the brewer. It just overall was a great experience. And again, that, you know, they're, they're both different. Of course, Abolitionist has been a lo- around a while and Amani's a, a fairly newer brewery. So, yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see how they, how they continue to grow. Yeah. Amani, uh, is also, they're one of the places that I hear is looking for a second taproom mm-hmm. location. I think mm-hmm. he mentioned that to us. Uh, we haven't heard any more about that. 
and abolitionists. They've been around several years. They're really one that makes a lot of of not necessarily what we we were talking about the fruited sours. They don't make the quick sours. They make a more traditional sour, mm-hmm. you know, which is a totally different beer. And uh, I think their brewer loves to brew those kind of specialty products. Um, probably not as he's not as crazy about brewing IPAs, but yeah, he does have some decent IPAs there too, you know. But it's like it's interesting because you go right over to uh, Amani and their guy. Uh, it's what he likes. Yeah, he loves brewing those hazy IPAs. That's his thing, you know. And so there's always a couple uh, on tap there um, in a much smaller, really, tap list than what you'll find over at an abolitionist. They'll have a bigger, longer tap list usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. And I've enjoyed just getting out to see our friends that we 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 like uh, around the, the brewers that, that treat us really well. And I want to mention Weathered Ground here. Uh, that their owners, um, Sam and Aaron, uh, they just do such a good job with us and help us uh, so much. They they do, and it's great when we go visit with them because they they will just really talk about anything and everything we want to talk about, and and it's neat to to hear their story and, and listen and watch and have how their management has had to change based on you know, decisions they've made together as brewery owners. And I'm really referring to Aaron going back to work, et cetera. And so it's, it's in them having food now at the brewery, you know, they've, they've certainly changed some things up and it's interesting to me to go through and have them tell that story. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, breweries that have food it makes me think of our trip to parkersburg brewing mm-hmm. uh not only do they have food i just hadn't been there in a while probably since pre-covid and i was very impressed with their their current brewing program i think it's it's gotten better uh their beers were all solid mm-hmm. that was a fun visit it was a fun visit the um uh, we had an, an IPA that they told us specifically they had been really trying to fine tune, and it was delicious, and we very much enjoyed it while we were at the brewery. Yeah, and I liked the Parkersburg Brewing's Kolsch, too. It was, uh, to me, a solid beer. I know Kolsch's are a beer. We talk about ratings. They never get high ratings, but uh, it's a they make a good one anyway. If you happen, if that is lighter style uh, beers, uh, hit your, you know, hit your palate, then make sure you try the Parkersburg's uh, Parkersburg's Kolsch. Uh, and then here in Charleston, when we've had a year of just incredible brewery growth, not only, uh, not so much, I mean, new breweries opening, but it's that we've just seen a growth in the market that people are lining up at these breweries. I mean, our street down there on uh, Summers Street, uh, that block that has Fife Street Brewing, mm-hmm. that has uh, Bad Shepherd Brewing beer company and short story brewing all in the same block i tell you that has brought life to that part of town it certainly has and it's been not only well received by our um, charleston beer drinkers but the city itself has uh, supported that area and even designated it brewers row where you can get a passport drink a couple beers at each of those three places and then get a commemorative glass you know that's good that's what the city should do because people will travel for beer and they like that and if they do travel they want to go to more than one place and you know it's it's not just that area because we also have oh on the west side yeah Yeah. they call elk city elk city yeah yeah charleston nano and we did a podcast with those guys we did and and we've certainly been been there um 
a decent amount and, and hoping that they do the best that they can do. They've certainly had a lot of changes for the, for themselves in opening a brewery and changes within the brewery as they added outdoor seating and, you know, have, have worked out the kinks with, with just learning to run your business. Um, it, it's a cool, funky little spot with lots of great options. So go give it a, a, a shot. Yeah, we love those guys at uh, Charleston Nano. And that Nano, of course, means it's a tiny little brewery, Nano size. It, they brew in a one-barrel batch and uh, make a lot of different beers, though. And uh, it's it's definitely worth getting over there and, and supporting if you're in the Charleston market. Now, as we look ahead, too, to 2024 and some of the travels that we're going to be doing, I'm excited that uh, and sure hope we make this. We get up to, to Stumptown's new location. Stumptown yes. Ales has a new location in Fairmont, West Virginia, that opened back in the summer of 2023. But we haven't been there yet. Want to get up there and, and see what they're doing in Fairmont. That's be fun. Absolutely. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that because I haven't had an opportunity to personally go outside of West Virginia Beer Roads for to check that place out either. Yeah. So. I'm looking forward to that for sure. And we also really hope to get to uh, get back to Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company now that they are back to brewing beer with the new ownership. We certainly would love to report on how things are moving and flowing up in Lewisburg. Yeah, I know. That's uh, They're really putting the time in and the money in to uh, get that place back moving ahead like it should be they make good beer uh, i tried some of the of course the devil ants here recently in both on draft and on in cans and uh, i was excited to see it seems to me it's back in top form and and looking forward to all their other beers and getting to talk to the owners and find out their story and what they plan to do sure that's exciting i, I think not just for you and i personally but also for our listeners oh yeah of course it's all done for the listeners mm-hmm. right yeah and uh, We'll hit a few more places, too. I, we just don't know where all we're going to be going, and we'll probably get back to maybe a weathered ground, certainly to some of the Charleston places like Fife and Bad Shepherd. Sure. You know, we like to cover our local market, um, probably Charleston Nano, too. I think that kind of wraps up uh, this episode of West Virginia Beer Roads for uh, for today. and. We're still excited uh, about everything that's going on in our beer business, and it was good to have a chance to kind of summarize last year and and where we're looking ahead to to 2024. So, Aaron, any last thing? Yeah, I thought you'd be interested to know what the highest-rated new West Virginia brewery beer was for 2023. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about – you know, in aggregate, who was doing the best beers of 2023. Yes. Yeah. And, and and those top three spots out of all of the new beers that received at least 20 ratings, uh, the top three are a, an average rating of 4.27 to the Gills Pastry Stout by Weathered Ground. An average rating of 4.29 for the second spot. It's a bourbon barrel age Yokiero Pastry Stout by Big Timber. And top spot with an average rating of 4.48 is a barrel-aged Sandman Imperial Coffee Stout by Cacapon Mountain. Yeah, that's pretty cool now. Uh, one of our newer and small breweries uh, way out in the eastern panhandle uh, made the beer that got Untapped's highest ratings in 2023 Absolutely. for the new beers. Yeah. And that all three of them are stouts. Oh, that doesn't surprise me because, uh, <laughs> you know, that's often the way it goes. Those Imperial Stouts. Uh, get yeah, pastry stouts get mm-hmm. high ratings. They do. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron, I think that's a wrap. Uh, happy New Year to all you craft beer drinkers out in West Virginia and everywhere. 
That's right. Happy New Year. And and thanks for listening in. Tune in to see where West Virginia Beer Roads goes in 2024. All right. So I'm Charles Bachway. And for Aaron McCoy, we're signing off of West Virginia Beer Roads. This brings us to the close of another podcast. Remember, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast host. Thank you for listening to West Virginia Beer Roads. West Virginia Beer Roads is a production of BrilliantStream.com.